to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are going to get Lost in the Lyrics of Beat It by Michael Jackson. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. Whoo! Well, um, hi. Hi. Uh, so, yes. Um, we've spent a little bit of time together, probably more than we wanted to, like, before starting to <laughs> hey, pod. What does that mean? Well, no, 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 like, like, we wanted to pod, like... We spent soon... too much time together. No, we wanted to pod soon after we, like, met up this fine evening, bordering into night. Um, Careful with the, the shifting around. We are in a car. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, it's all very close. The microphone is... Ugh. Yes. So Anyway, we are in a car, <laughs> as Elliot mentioned. Um, we're in, a, in the parking lot with Fred Myers. Um, what else do we want to say about where we are? Um, well, we didn't know where to pod, so we're just sitting in, in, in the car. And also, I just got a text from Anna, who was a, a guest on the pod a while ago, um, because we had previously called her to ask what song we should analyze, but she didn't answer, and now she is responding. And now I'm just like, don't yeah. worry about it. Okay. That was nothing. But anyway. Uh, yeah. That is off topic. Um... um but yeah, we're in a Fred Meyer. The parking lot's very empty. We're not, we're not in, a, in Fred a Fred Meyer. We're no. in the parking lot of a Fred Meyer, and the parking lot's very empty. In a car. Um, the laptop's monitor screen is, like, up on the dashboard, and I feel like somebody's gonna see this in, in like, the security footage and just be like, what's going on? I'm personally Spies? worried that people will either think we're undercover police than, like, actually look in the car and realize it's just, like, two <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. Or they will think that we're Russian spies. Why Russian? Uh, not well, not necessarily Russian, but I'm just trying to connect it to our uh, old podcast episodes. Yeah, you gotta yeah, go listen to them. <laughs> gotta plug the pod on the, on the podcast. Pod. Anyway, if you've made yeah. it this far, um, how are you? <laughs> I thought we were... Well, I was just gonna skip that. I'm doing well i think um i've been very busy the past few weeks which i'm sure our audience can tell since the last two episodes did not include me in them yeah Um, yeah i had tech week and then i was just busy and then i went to outdoor school um which was good and then i was busy again and here we are a week after i got back potting interesting because i've been incredibly not busy doing yeah. not anything <laughs> yeah yeah um um i think yeah i i mean like, i definitely applied to college since we last potted so like <laughs> yeah i've been i've, I've been started that. busy i mean i took the sat i guess that's like something and i've been that's like cleaning thing. my house for my relatives that are coming to town that's a thing to do that's because of thanksgiving yeah um okay first reactions to the song right um so i i'm trying really hard to not say anything that i need to ble- i'm like really intentionally trying to say and not to say anything that i need to bleep i've already like resisted the urge twice to say your last name <laughs> um and it's mostly because i have to pull up the lyrics on my phone and i don't want to have to like i don't have anything to take notes of the bleeps on 
Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, whatever. That's fine. I'm going to try very hard not to. I think I can do it. Do you? Um, let's try. <laughs> let's, let's see. Okay. Um, anyway, my first reaction to the song Beat It, um, uh, this is going to sound weird. So, like, you know, like, the children's theater? Like, the Northwest Children's Theater in Portland? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was, like, a small person, when I was a kid... I went to see a lot of shows there, and I also, like, went to summer camps there, and I went to, like, this theater camp, and then one day we got to, like, watch the rehearsal of, like, the big kids camp Mm -hmm. rehearsal, and they were doing, like, (laughs) like, a jukebox musical of Rumpelstiltskin (laughs) with Michael Jackson. Okay. And, like, I didn't know who Michael Jackson was. Um, but, like, there, like, there, like, there is a thing in, like, with, like, Billie Jean, where instead of Mm -hmm. saying Billie Jean is not my lover, uh... She's just a girl who says that I'm the one, but the kid is not my son, or whatever. Instead, mm-hmm. the lyrics were, she's just the girl who claims that I am the one to turn straw into gold. <laughs> <laughs> Did it even rhyme? No. That's terrible. I thought it was funny, though. Um, but, yeah, no, and then I was like, I don't know what Michael Jackson is, and then I'm pretty sure Beat It was in there. Mm-hmm. And that's, that. my initial reaction was just, I don't know who Michael Jackson is, but I sure like this Rumpelstiltskin musical. Yeah. Um, my first uh, encounter with uh, this song is actually through the parody artist Weird Al. Uh, I yes. listened to Eat It, the parody, uh, before I listened to Beat It and was like, oh, this is a song. It's about eating um, because it was about eating. And then at some point I listened to the real song. Um, and I was, you know, you know, when you listen to a parody song first and then it's like, you can only hear the parody <laughs> yes. and you're like, what is this other song that's not about eating? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I, I, I have definitely had that problem with Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so, like, like, um, you know, this parody of, uh blurred lines that's word crimes it's about like grammar and stuff i mean i know vaguely of it i think yeah. you've told me about yeah, it yeah I, I heard it before like the actual song and then i was like oh oh the lyrics in this actual song are um different yeah. anyway um i guess we should go to the other part of the podcast that people actually wait are people here for that are people actually here for that or they're really just here for the flag news <laughs> sometimes i feel like they're just here for the flag news like the portland flag association Follows our yeah. follows our podcast accounts on social media, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I now know about because I know about social media now, and I feel like I don't know. I yeah. took the time to sometimes Ellen is on social media instead of me now. Yeah, we're not gonna change the credits because that yeah, that's, yeah, that's too yeah. much for now. <laughs> maybe later. Maybe anyway, later, but not right now. Um, um, okay, should we get into okay, the analysis? Yeah. Would you like me to read the first stanza? Um, yes, but I, I am, it's 9.30 on a Saturday and we're in a parking lot. My dad just wants to know about what time I'll be home. (laughs) Um, I have no idea. Uh, I'll tell him later. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead and read the lyrics. Okay. Um, they told him, don't you ever come around here. They don't, don't want to see your face. You better disappear. The fire's in their eyes, and their words are really clear. So beat it. Just beat it. So starting off very intense. This is making me think about, like, 
Taiko drumming. Is it called that? Dai- taiko? The- it's making me think about, like, banging large drums. Like, when it mm-hmm. says beat it, it's like, bang that drum. Yes, there are very many, like, definitions of beat it. I'm sorry for like. mispronouncing that that cool Japanese tradition of... Uh, anyway, I'm just thinking of, like, now I'm just thinking of, like, a weird scolding from a conductor to a percussionist. <laughs> like, in an orchestra. <laughs> I mean, yes, but, like, the fact that it says you better disappear and, like, don't ever come around here makes uh, me think that, like, I mean, you I feel like... beat it is, like, a go-away thing? Yes. I feel like... Well, well, I feel like it's not, like, go make loud noises on your drum <laughs> sort of thing because, like, they obviously don't want to see your face. You better disappear. Like... Yeah. Um so uh I don't know. I really can't get over this whole idea of a drum. Okay. <laughs> like okay. So, so, so okay, okay. So there's a soloist. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to be the focus. But then this percussionist person just keeps like being in the way, trying to get attention. And they don't want to see their face. So they just want They want them, them to, to blend into the background, do their thing, beat their drum, play their part. Okay. Well Do you think that the they is like they as like a group, like sort of like you know, when people say like, Oh, it's what they say and they're not talking about like a person any specific person? Or do you think they is just like somebody's choice of pronouns? Um I don't know, because this is, I just, I can't imagine, like, a group of people going, don't you ever come around here, don't want to see your face, you better disappear, like, in unison? But also, mm-hmm. like, it could just be, like, paraphrasing. It could also be a leader speaking for a group. Mm, I don't know. I think maybe we should keep going. Okay. Do you want to read the next stanza? Um, yes. You better run, you better do what you can, don't wanna be no- Don't wanna see no blood, don't be a macho man. You wanna be tough, better do what you can, so beat it. But you wanna be bad. (laughs) So earlier it said they told him, so like Mm -hmm. the subject there, we're gonna say, like, it's like a male. Yeah. Or someone who's using those pronouns. Do you think- do you think um, is this is a you? continuation of what they are telling him? Like, should it's not this in be? Quotes. It's the, not in quotes because because the other thing it sounds is like in quotes. It, should, it sounds like it should be like what they are telling him. Because, like, what? How do you get? Because the you indicates like a a speaker <coughs> subject that they're speaking to. Well, maybe it's like, and there's no other subject because it's both third person and the other. What if, yeah, but, like, it could just be somebody speaking generally, like, you better run, like, in general, like, could be talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, there could be three parties here. One is the they that told him. Okay. The The second one is the him, the subject of that don't come around here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this, yeah, this the narrator him. person who's seeing it all. Okay, so you're thinking that, like, is this, 
orchestral setting and this conductor is telling this drummer like yo you better like beat that drum and not get okay. in the way of the maybe other people like the, just do your job maybe the the drummer because there's a part where the fire's in their eyes and their words are really clear so like maybe the problem with the drummer is that the drummer is like not paying attention not hitting their drum because they're going off and like distracting like the, the other band the other members yeah. or something. Honestly, I feel like that's something a drummer would do. Yes. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't, I feel like. Are we yeah. going to talk about band stereotypes now? Because we've both been in bands. Yeah. Um, we could. I like to think that I break the stereotype you really for a do. trumpet player. You are player. not a trumpet player stereotype. My goodness. Um, I am yeah, such Yeah, I play a, the trumpet. I like really fit the bass clarinet player stereotype of like. There are very few stereotypes because people don't know what it is. Hmm. Usually, of like, I guess I I probably fit the jazz piano player stereotype too. Jazz piano. <laughs> just like I just had weird interactions around jazz just like, piano. Just, just like with with the bass clarinet thing, just like kind of like what that person that's like doing something for to support a team that's like. You don't really notice it until it's gone, and then you kind of notice it. I honestly feel that way about, like, most bass instruments. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, no, not, like, the people, but just, like, yeah. when you're, like, playing an orchestra, you don't necessarily notice yeah, the droning bass sounds until yeah. I mean, your I guess bass there, player is gone. There are, like, a few... I feel like there are a few things that, like... I mean, and I guess this isn't, this isn't necessarily bass, this is, like, lower register yeah. that, like, break that, like, bassoon, euphonium, those ones are, like, often have solos, often have, like, a unique mm-hmm. sound, so because of that, like, composers write for... Uh, we're getting off topic. Yeah, I mean, I definitely noticed the bassoon that sits right next to me during orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really hard not to. His name is also Claire, which is fun. Oh, that is fun. Um, yes, what were we talking about? <laughs> Um, you better run you okay so there's this part where it says don't want to see no blood don't want to see no blood that's pretty dark sounding it is it is quite dark sounding so what I was thinking what I was thinking um, is so we have the three parties right the they that are telling to him which is the second person and then this other person who's observing it so that's why like both they and him are in the third person and then in the second stanza, that first person, or, well, it's not really first person, but, like, this, sort of the narrator of this story is talking to themselves, saying, like, you better run, you better do what you can, like, you don't want to get in the way of this, like, conductor <laughs> difficult situation. Oh. See, I was thinking, like, it's like a warning, like, the new conductor's really testy, like, the new conductor gets really riled up really fast, like... It just I know you auditioned for this band and you've been thinking about it for years, but just just leave. Just get out. Just get out while you can. Because maybe blood is like a drama- dramatized like, Yeah, like, like a metaphor. It's, yeah, it's like a metaphor like like as in like there will be conflict. Like if yeah. you stay, there will be conflict. This conductor is like notorious for disliking percussionists. <laughs> like you don't have a chance. Do we think that do we think that the person narrating this is also a percussionist? Well, we haven't really gotten indicators of that. No. Because also I feel like a percussionist wouldn't describe hitting a drum as beating it. Like, a percussionist mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, so beat it, just beat it. Like, well, wait, you know, wait, 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 maybe this is a person, 
Okay, so this person who's, like, describing this whole scene is, like, in the band, and they play, like, maybe a wind instrument, maybe a string instrument, if it's an orchestra, and, like, they're observing this whole situation with the percussionist, <laughs> right? right? Yes. And their friend is a percussionist. Oh. Who was, like, sick or, like, gone or something, and they missed this first rehearsal with this new conductor. And they're like, oh, let me tell you how band went. Actually, so, is this a band or an orchestra? I don't know. I feel like that does matter. I feel like shenanigans are more likely to happen in a band. I agree. <laughs> I've never been in an orchestra, but, like, the vibe that orchestras give me. Yeah, I mean, string players are just so intimidating sometimes. <laughs> Except for Mads. Yeah, but Mads is more of a... A choir kid. A than choir a, kid than a... Than a than and a theater kid than a string kid. <laughs> string kid? I mean, it like... Of, it's making me think about the packaging for string cheese. <laughs> and it's just, like, a kid's face on it. Well, it's like instead the string of the big, cheese instead man. Of the, instead of the big string cheese person, it's like a, oh, it's I a small know, string cheese I don't person. Know it's a string, small string no, cheese person. like imagine the string cheese person that's like an adult string cheese person, but it's a small one, so it's a string cheese kid, so it's a string kid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I think you only ever see the face of the string cheese character, so like. We don't really know how long the string cheese character's body is, and if they're an adult or a kid. <laughs> like we have no, we have no indication of that. Because when I heard you say like a kid's face on the string cheese guy, I was like, oh, that's okay. an interesting. Thought. Anyway, sorry. Um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 it does feel more like a band than an orchestra setting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and if you don't know what the difference is, it's just like. Stri- there are there are orchestras yeah. have violins, violas, cellos, and they and usually don't bases, have saxophones, and usually no saxophones. And then like bands usually have saxophones. Bands usually have saxophones and, and not the string instruments. But they can have basses, which is weird. That's like if they're jazzy, though. No, like sure? when I was okay. in like symphonic band in middle school, we had like okay, well, string basses. That's middle school. And I think we had a string bassist like one year when I was in the youth symphony. You know what? Anyway. Anyway, that's the difference. String basses are put in because there aren't enough bass wind instruments because nobody wants to carry that around. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Should I? Well. So, do we think... Do we <laughs> is there think, anything about this Macho Man thing? Um, I feel like this the narrator could be describing this, um, like percussion kid as a trying to be a macho man and like like standing up to the conductor standing up to the conductor and just like feeling like this guy runs the show um wait so the the percussionist is is like he him. yeah 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 and then i guess so, like you want to be tough could be like advice like you want to be tough like you want to be resilient yeah not necessarily like angry violent tough mm-hmm. just kind of like yeah, like, like you can stick like, through it. Like don't get this guy don't let this guy get to you. Because like if you right? if yeah, the yeah. the conductor. Um don't let this conductor get to you because um that could have potential negative consequences if you are act out against him them. Better um But also like but you, you wanna, wanna be, be bad? Maybe it's mm-hmm. like maybe it's like bad is like cool yeah like it's not like 
it's like you want to get the respect of like your other players and like obviously like I guess like messing around isn't the most but like it's a percussionist like <laughs> or maybe maybe like but you want to be bad like you want to like be able to make connections with like the other people in the orchestra so like even though you want to be bad and like go and talk to the other people who aren't playing when oh it's just like a but you want to be bad it's not like a don't it's not like an act on that badness yeah like just like or act on those impulses yeah because i mean i feel like if you aren't bad in band like depending on how like serious the band is during rehearsals like you can just like go through the whole like band session or whatever without knowing anybody or like Um, i i i have personal experience with that so like um would you read the chorus please yeah uh just beat it beat it beat it beat it no one wants to be defeated showing how funky strong is your fight it doesn't matter who's wrong or right just beat it beat it times four or four times. <laughs> Showing how funky strong is your fight? <laughs> it sounds like they just strung some words together. Yeah. Like, what does funky strong even mean? Um, I don't know, but... Maybe they're in a funk band. You know what? That's, like, a really good idea. Um, at the same time, I feel like funk bands have a reputation for, like, be more relaxed usually than mm-hmm. like a yeah they, they like the, the conductor condu- probably the conductor probably wouldn't get so mad at the percussionist yeah okay also i feel like they probably wouldn't have multiple percussionists well okay or like it's well we don't likely. know if there are multiple per- percussionists it could just be one percussionist. well if we're if we have the him as a percussionist from the first stanza and then also this narrator is talking to this second person who's also a percussionist and warning them then that would be two percussionists. Um, well, okay, so I was just looking up the song, and it's from the th- it's from the Thriller album, which was like early '80s. So like, funk music was like pretty pretty. There. I mean, arguably, this song is kind of funky. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think that, like, funk bands, like, pretty, like, what I mean to say is, like, because funk music was probably, like, really big, like, it probably was a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. even if it was a funk band, it might still be serious. Like, they yeah. still might be, like, the conductor's like, please don't mess around, like. Or maybe, maybe they're just, like, a band that is, happens to be playing some funk songs. Like, that's not necessarily, yeah. like, their whole thing, like, they, it wasn't, like, a few people who got together and were, like, let's form a funk band. It was, like. An organization, because I'm—I mean, I'm a, like I'm assuming there's bands like, do that. I'm assuming lot. there's like some power structure here, because like if the conductor <clears throat> has that like so much power to like be able to tell somebody off with fire in their eyes, <laughs> then like I feel like there's like definitely a power and, like, balance it, there that wouldn't be like the same with two people that are and, the same age. And the, it seems like there's some empathy coming from the narrator, just being like, no one wants to be defeated, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like saying like you're not defeated, you're just like going with what everyone want what 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 the group needs yeah and then it says it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who's wrong or right it's like you gotta let this go yeah like maybe there was like a, a petty conflict and they were arguing over like do you come in here or here and like for some mm-hmm. reason the drummer's like no i come in here and the conductor's like well my score says that you come in here or something like that or there could have been like some argument like that i mean i guess yeah. in that case it does kind of matter who's wrong or right 
Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I mean, I think it's more like the it it doesn't matter who's wrong or right because like the conductor's the one in charge here. Like, yeah. it's not worth it to it's argue the because they can, they can just change the score if they want. It's like, like if the conductor wants to conduct it in twelve eight. They may. Yeah, like they don't need to do matter. the pulses. They can they can do all the twelve They can do that that thing that conductors sometimes do when it like feels like one even though you feel like you need to pulse, but they just kinda like gesture their hand up and down in the same direction oh, gosh, repeatedly. It's so terrible. Uh, I realize that like this is a highly unrelatable content for anyone who doesn't know what a band is like. To be fair though. Or like when you get guest conductors. Oh, look at that. Look at that train noise. I don't know. Look, if at, you look at the train noise. <laughs> I don't know if you all can hear that train noise, but it was a nice train noise. Anyway, sorry, you were saying something um, about... The, the person who suggested this song to us does play Is a, a band person. Yeah, is a band person. <laughs> and like, yeah, I met her through orchestra, so yeah, like... Yeah, I think I met her through Spanish class. <laughs> well, you were in an orchestra. I met so her that through Spanish sense. class. She might. Um, we might have her here sometime. But that could be possible. I, I asked her about that. If one she'd ever of be us. interested in that. Well, yeah. Well, yes, probably with one that of us. Was, it would be weird if we had another. I, like three-person I mean, pod. It wouldn't be weird, but it would just like be. Abnormal. I don't know. My it microphone only has. My microphone only has two directions. Actually, I think it'd be pretty weird. <laughs> But um yeah no she's great but she she's a band person so so this is very fitting yeah um, um okay um, do you want to read the next <clears throat> yeah but also I was saying like uh one thing is that maybe um maybe it like you, did you ever do the thing where you I guess did you ever have in middle school like have you ever played in a band outside of schools. Where, like, you'll have, like, a guest conductor that's, like, coming in to, like, just so they can see, like, it's, like, kind of like a job audition. Um, I don't think so, but, like, I've heard of, like... Oh, it's so bad. Having guest conductors. Because it's, like, suddenly you're playing the same repertoire, but, like, the conductor is just conducting it in a very, like, unfamiliar way. Yeah, I mean, like, um, in the school orchestra they play in, we changed conductor. Like, our old conductor left last year, so we have a new one. And, like, I mean, the conducting <laughs> style is so different. And, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the only thing I was getting at there was just, like, that could be, like, the context of the situation. Like, maybe the reason why they're getting all riled up today is because it's, like, maybe part of the, like, it's okay, you can get through it, you just gotta be tough. It's, like, you can get through this rehearsal. It's just for, like, maybe this week or something. Our mm-hmm. conductor's, like touring in China, so we have to, we have to bring have in a guest or new, whatever. New person. Anyway, what was I reading? Oh, the next uh, phrase. Yeah, next phrase. They're out to get you. Better leave while you can. Don't want to be a boy. You want to be a man. You want to stay alive. Better do what you can. So beat it. Just beat it. Do we think this, um, you is a man slash boy? Um... The context clues are pointing to that. Um, the context clues, the lyrics, the it, lyrics are. It's, it, it explicitly. It is explicitly states, said be, that, so I guess we're going to go with it, even but, though I like, think it's kind of. It also could be, um, like, it it could be sort of like a, uh, you gotta like, like a metaphor, a metaphor 
metaphorical thing because, because unfortunately, like, the percussionist the... stereotype is male. Also, the percussionist stereotype is childish. Childish and male. <laughs> that's the that's the percussionist stereotype. Stereotype. Gonna, I don't think I've ever heard of like I, first like I've met female percussionists and I've actually never met non-binary percussionists, but. That doesn't mean they don't exist, obviously. Yeah. But, like, the as somebody who's, like, been in and out of a bunch of bands and jazz bands and stuff, mostly, mostly male. Yeah. Like, overwhelmingly so, and it's kind of annoying. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah. Nothing against I, guys. Just, I, yeah. I just... So, what, I'm, what I was going for there is that, like... Um, this person, because of this band stereotype, wouldn't necessarily have to identify as male. They could, it could just be like, you're a percussionist, so like, you're, because of stereotypes, you're in this like masculine role. And True. The patriarchy. So yes. you want, you, <laughs> yes, like, the masculine role. Uh, um, no, I totally agree. So like, they're just using this language that is very masculine. Like you want to be a man, you want to be like a like a yeah, you, good. You don't want to be like all these other childish boyish percussion. percussionists. You need to s- step it up above them. Like it could, and like like they could be they could be what like and like yeah. No, in, I get what in you're society, saying. Like sometimes people will see like oh. Like, sometimes it can be like, oh, if if they're male, they're ob- automatically above anybody who's female. So, like, you want to be a man and be a step above them. Rather oh, than man. being, like, having to say, woman up or something. Which, the, uh, ah, I just don't like it. The 80s. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. I feel like but, all yeah. that, like, just like those lyrics, I think I appreciate, like, I do, I, I agree with you in saying, like, because the band stereotype for percussionists is male, like... It totally makes sense why that would be like the standard, the comparison for the like the expectation for the the person that the narrator's talking to, the percussionist. But also, it just really annoys me that yeah. like that is the way that it is. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, I I live in that I, the trumpet stereotype like annoying male. <laughs> so like, oh, okay, I've known a lot of female trumpet yeah, players. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you do get a and certain amount. Of I female don't know trumpet any players, but like. Yeah, actually, wait. I might know a non-binary trumpet player. I wonder how they feel about the the band stereotypes. I don't think that there is a gender assigned to bass clarinet stereotype. It's just so obscure. Um, I mean, I feel like with a lot of them, band stereotypes are usually male. Yeah, like if there's going to be a stereotype for it, except for like flute players, a gendered. I feel like if there's going to be a gendered <laughs> stereotype, it's going to be male. Except for flute players. Except for flute players. Which is the weird exception, and it's so annoying, because I know a lot of guys who play flute. <laughs> like, I know, like, a fair amount of guys who play flute. <laughs> anyway. There's a lot of people who fl- play flute in general, though. Yeah. But, True. like, with a, a good number of instruments, there's just, the stereotype isn't gendered, like... I mean, I feel like violin, the stereotype isn't gendered because there's yeah. just so many people who play violin. For some reason, though, the stereotype for percussionists and trumpet players is. Anyway. Well, brass in general. Really? Yeah. Weird. Except for maybe French, French horn. French horn, I was about to say. <laughs> maybe French horn, but like... Okay, but French horn, also, like, the weird thing is I've met, like, one... I know one girl from middle school that played French horn and trumpet. Like, trumpet mm-hmm. and jazz band, French horn and symphonic. Yeah, sure. And then... All the other French horn players I've ever met are, are identified as male. Mm-hmm. So I've I guess only like band met is, one French horn player. So most things, 
seem to be male-dominated anyway, except for, like, teaching? Well, I mean, it depends on what level of education, yeah. actually. what level of education and what school you go to. So! <laughs> okay. Gender equality. Anyway, uh, this is not propaganda, and this podcast is not political. No. Um, we're just... We're just hashing out... We're just the issues. It's just a, it's just a thing it's, that exists. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's relevant because it's relevant that we're talking about answer okay. song be it. Um, like, is it my turn to read or did um, I just read? No, you just read. Okay. Do you want me to read Go the next? Ahead. Well, what is this? You want to stay alive? Is that like do you want to stay in the band or do you want to stay like yeah. in first chair? I think this is again <laughs> like the metaphorical like. Uh, going back to like, like don't want to see no blood like if it's like a masculine like traditionally masculine environment and there's like there's like it's like it's everything is like so yeah. high stakes it's like life and death yeah i mean i feel like sort of like you want to be bad like you want to fit in with these other percussionists because like then they will respect you even though you might not identify as male like <laughs> them yeah well we don't know we maybe, don't know maybe we they do know. maybe they do um but like but like maybe the, maybe the oh okay maybe the they is the conductor at the very yes, beginning yes. and then when it says they told him it's kind of like they the conductor just kind of like assumed percussionist was male mm. in that in that or 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 just because I, I, that's the thing is they use the male pronoun at the beginning yeah I feel like is there like an is there like a like it's like is it like a pointed thing because of that or is it just like I don't know I feel like. Or is it just a whole extension maybe, of this whole like metaphor? Maybe thing about this the part, masculinity. No, no, of no. Percussion. I think. I think that if this person who's like telling the story is observing it, and they're like in a way, this is for like the greater audience as a whole. Like they're setting up this narrative for people who don't know band stereotypes <laughs> about like how like your stereotypical percussionist is right because like. Yeah. Otherwise, people wouldn't know the context, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know who how this is providing context, but I do get what well, you're saying. Yeah, like I mean, they can't be too explicit because then I wouldn't go with the song. But like, anyway, uh, go ahead and read the next part. Um, you have to show them that you're really not scared. You're playing with your life. This ain't no truth or dare. They'll kick you, then they beat you, then they'll tell you it's fair. So beat it. You j- but you want to be bad. I wonder if. They'll kick you as, like, referring to the kick drum. Yeah, I know. I was really disappointed that Michael Jackson, who uh, wrote the song, didn't 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 rhyme dare with snare. <laughs> like, I didn't think he was going to. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Michael Jackson. Um, Wouldn't that be funny if this line here, they'll kick you, then they beat you, then they'll tell you it's fair was actually snare and was just all about like things that one does to a drum set (laughs) like they'll kick the drum set then they'll beat the drum set then they'll tell you it's a snare (laughs) you don't kick a snare well no but like it's a whole drum set also like but also telling you it's fair could just be like it's fair like it's it's okay it's not great your playing isn't great or or they'll tell you it's fair. Like, maybe saying it's fair is, like, a insult. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you have to show them that you're really not scared. Like, you're not afraid to, like, really go at it. Like, you're playing 
with yeah. your life. Maybe that's like you're playing so hard. You're putting everything into it. Or you know how, like, when... I feel like this happens in, like, jazz band when your conductor knows how to play the drums and, like, the drummer's not doing something right. So the conductor goes over and, like, sits at the drum set and, like, starts playing the drums and, like, showing you how That is, how like, it... such a drummer thing. <laughs> wow. Um, and then, like, they'll, like, the, this, this conductor is, again, it's gonna, they're gonna come over to you and they're gonna, like, show you how to beat it and stuff. And then they'll tell you this is fair because you're not doing your part. So, like, you gotta do good. You can't do bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they want to do bad. It says you want to be bad. Maybe they want to be rebellious. I don't know. Or maybe they don't maybe want... Maybe they, like... Maybe it's, like, you're in an uptight band and they just want to play rock music. Or maybe they just don't want the pressure that comes with being, like, the first chair percussionist or something. Yeah. But, like, their friend is like, no, you really need this opportunity. Like, yeah, you want like... To, you want to keep this opportunity. Like, you don't want to just, like, ruin this for yourself. Like, you're in this position of power. Like, you gotta be a man. You gotta take this position of power and, like, run with it. Because, like, you... I know you really like drumming. And... I know you like drumming. And, like, I know... I know that this is important to you, so don't, like, blow it because you don't like this one conductor. The... The, the rest of the song is a lot of the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the chorus again. I think I'm going to read it just because it repeats, like, two times and then again and then three times. It just repeats a lot, but I'm going to yeah. read it again just to refresh us of it. Yeah, and then there's, like, some interludes about beating it. <laughs> it says, just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. No one wants to be defeated. Show them how funky strong is your fight. It doesn't matter who's wrong or right. I really think that says it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, we don't we aren't really given much about the conductor except for that first line is pretty jarring. It's like I feel like they tell told him, and then they the person who was writing out these lyrics like put it in quotes. The, I feel like they talk about here. the conductor again though in that last verse that we had. Um, yeah, but, like like it seems like this conductor well, isn't also like in the one before when whenever uh, the narrator saying they. Because I, I just assumed that that's like they're out to, to get you because they just or don't like because they just have a thing against percussionists. Yeah, maybe they do. I mean, it says they're I mean, out to get you at that in that verse. What about but but then if it says they'll kick you and then they'll beat you, they'll tell you it's fair. Like, do you, what do you think the you is? Because like if that's a person, that's pretty violent. Yeah, I mean, it could be like a metaphorical kicking and beating, like. In the sense, and they're just, like, using these, like, percussion terms because, like, they know that this can, will connect, help them connect to, like, the narrator, it will, it will help them connect to the person they're talking to because that's, like, their, that's their language. <laughs> Whenever their language I talk to people that play the drums, I use percussion terms to try <laughs> yeah. and get my point across better. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, <laughs> but, like, also, like, kicking can also mean, like, oh, they're gonna, like kick you out if you do it like not they're literally gonna kick them but like you're gonna be like they just you're gonna be like asked to leave you know and like then they'll beat you like maybe this is talking about the other people who are vying for the position of first professionist or something like they're gonna beat you they're gonna Um, they're gonna get that first chair a different they are there first chair percussionists 
I mean, I feel like there's, like, the top percussionist. It might not be called Lead first chair. percussionist. Because yeah. I know that, like, for the rest of the band, usually it's, like, first chair, second chair. And that just mostly sitting. has to do with how you're sitting and what yeah. parts you get. Like, yeah. usually first chair plays either higher or more complexly, slightly. Yeah. I that don't know. I'm sometimes, true. when I played bass clarinet in symphonic bands, sometimes they didn't have bass clarinet parts. So I would just yeah. get, like, a different instrument yeah. part. I was also first and last chair, mm-hmm. simultaneously. Yeah, I have... I was the only bass clarinetist. I am the only trumpet in my orchestra right now. Oh. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Anyway. Anyway, wow. Yeah. We got through the song pretty fast. I mean, there's a lot of repetition. There's a lot of repetition at the end. Um, I want to make a note here that... They do the chorus twice, and then they have, um, there's another, a line in between that says, just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. And then they do the chorus again, and then they do the chorus three more times. Oh, no, no, no. The first, this first repetition of the chorus doesn't have the just before the beat it, the first beat it. It, says, it just goes, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, instead of just beat it, beat it. Beat it, beat it. Maybe that's, like, accepting that what they need to do is beat it. So, yeah. like, the end is just, like, the narrator is hearing them beat it. Mm-hmm. They're not encouraging them anymore. They're just, they've yeah. accepted but it then, and they're beating then it. But then the chorus goes three more times and when it does have the just before the four beat it. And then at the end, there's, after those, that three times of the chorus, again, it says just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> I kind of, mm, I mean, it's interesting that there's five in these, like, interlude parts and four in the, not in, like, the actual chorus. Hmm. I don't know if that's, Is it a numbers like, conspiracy? Like, with Free Fallen and Oops, I Did It Again, it has some significance? I mean, I feel like it could, but also, like... Also, doesn't it like fade out? Um, yeah, I feel like... Because if it does, then... You know, we were listening to this earlier... Before we decided to, like, yeah. do the song. And I, th- I I said something about, like, we're going to have to talk about parentheses again. There's no parentheses in here. So, I feel like... Yeah, because I felt like there were parts of the vocals that were definitely, like, backgroundy. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, just beat it. And there was then also, like, it there was pre- like... Like, it would be in parentheses. There were also, like, ad-libby, like, ooh, and, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, there was definitely... I feel like there was definitely a part where it was, like... Beat it, beat it, beat it. And, like, the background he beat it was, like, yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. should have been in parentheses. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it would go, though, because I don't know if it was, like, Michael Jackson saying beat it four times. Or if it was, like, Michael Jackson says beat it, and then background say beat it, and then Michael Jackson says beat it, and then background says beat it, and goes on to the next song. Hmm. Well, um... That's that has happened, and that's beat it. That's beat it, and it's about uh, banned. And I, I didn't say your last name, and we're gonna talk about flags. Yeah, and we still have a good portion of the <laughs> podcast left. So have I talked about the the flag of the city of Portland yet? Um, or did I talk about that in our first? Ep- I talked about the Canadian flag. No, you talked about our Canadian. Flag. I I don't think you've talked about the flag. I'm running out of like like not running out of flags. Obviously, there's I'm not so many out of flags. flags. I'm just like r- r- having a hard time remembering which ones I've talked about before, and I feel like mm-hmm. I need to keep a list or something so I don't 
Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like... I don't know who listens while, to this part of the pod anyway. After a while, it's okay if you repeat it. But, like, I don't think you've talked about okay, the maybe you should. Like. Maybe you should talk about knitting while I try and figure out which flag I want to talk about. Okay. Um, a little bit has happened in knitting since I last was on the podcast. Like, not a whole ton. Um, I mean, my, my project that I was working on that I've talked about on the pod before, like the top dress thing, um, like that's coming along. Um, I've gotten to the part where I like start expanding it. Um, sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just like had a very long pause there. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I did that, and then I also started a hat. Um, it's for my aunt because she like donated to the school fundraiser. But like that's that's not really the point. <laughs> the point is that I'm knitting a gray hat, and I'm currently just like on the band part of the hat, like that goes on the head, your head. Obviously, it's a hat, but like <laughs> the the bottom part of the hat, it's like the band, and it's a rib right now. Um, and then it's going to be a floppy hat, but, like, I'm not to that part yet, because I just started it. Um, and not really knitting news, but, like, just, like, some semi-related, um, at outdoor school you, like, choose, like, a fake name, and that's usually just, like, a random noun or adjective or whatever. Oh, yeah, so your students don't. Yeah. Oh, so the, the kids don't yeah, know so your name. Yeah, so the kids don't know your it's real name. It's more fun. Name. It's like camp it, names. It's more fun. It, it's exactly camp names. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. that. Um, and my name at outdoor school is Yarn, so, like, it's connected to knitting. Yarn. That's nice. Did anyone guess your name? It's not a very hard name to guess, but did any no, of the they, kids guess your name? they did not guess my name. Did they want to? They well, they they were guessing my name, but they didn't get it right. Really? Yeah, they, no, they didn't get it right. Um, Wait, were any of your did any of your kids share your name? No, which is weird. It's a very common name. Because I feel like if they did share your name, it would be harder to guess because they wouldn't think of it because they'd be like, oh yeah, it can't be the same as one yeah. of ours. But, but no, they didn't. They didn't guess my name. Um, I got Morgan, um, which is weird because my cousin. I got Margaret. Which was almost my sister's name, so like also like there's a connection there. That's weird. I got weirdly Jennifer, <laughs> which like I was like um, I think honestly I think they were asking about Jennifer because they were like you have a connection to every name that we ask about you, and I, they were like I bet you don't have a connection to Jennifer. I was like um, no, that's actually my friend's mom's name. So oh yeah, it's one of my friend's mom's names too. Um, so like you're wrong. I do have a connection to that name. Um. <laughs> uh, then they outdoor all- school, just proving children wrong, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then that's also- actually not dirt; that's silt. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. that's soil. <laughs> um. Anyway, not dirt, soil. Uh. Yeah. So they also guessed Elizabeth, which I was like, "Hey, that's my middle name. You're close, <laughs> but that's not my real name." They, didn't they not guess your name? It's just they only started guessing on like Wednesday. Uh, well, they guessed um my cabin partner like we were duly in charge of uh ten sixth graders. Um, they guessed well they they found out her name because it was written on the inside of her coat. Huh. <laughs> and they were like, "Ha!" Huh. Stra- tips for outdoor school: if you don't want the kids to know your name, 
I mean, it's good to label your stuff. Maybe label it with your... Label it with your outdoors clothing. With your outdoors clothing. Well, I think her coat was just labeled from something else. Okay, so, uh, flags. Yes. Yeah, I know I haven't talked about the flag of the city of Chicago, so I'm going to talk about the flag of the city of Chicago. Okay. It's actually super iconic. It's, you know, it's on a yeah, lot of... Yeah, I think of, I've heard of it. It's on a lot of, um, like, mm, yeah. like merchandise, because, I mean, okay, it's not my favorite kind of design. It's, it's okay. Like, personally, I wouldn't say that it's like, you know, it's not... It, between, like... The, the the official city flag of Milwaukee and, like, the people's flag of Milwaukee. And Canada's not even in the picture here. It's probably, like, solidly towards people's flag of Milwaukee, but not but not really. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not great, but it's iconic. So, basically, it's, like, two lightish blue horizontal stripes um, with, like, a white field, white bar above and below it, and then there's a space between those that's also white, but there are also, like, four red six-pointed stars. Wait, six-pointed? Yes, six-pointed. I just had to count. <laughs> um, six-pointed stars that are right next to each other in a line in the center. And, um, yeah, so the flag was, uh, like, originally uh, originally adopted in 1917. So this is, like, one old city flag. But then mm. more stars were slowly added as it got older. So, like... Kind of like the United States. Um, uh, so, like, 1933 and 1939, they were added. But it's still, like, very How many were originally old. there? Um, Just one or two? Or... Oh, my God. Uh, it had... Originally... I doesn't say how many it had originally. But I know what the stars were for. The stars okay. represent... So, sorry, I... I'm failing at my my bit. Um, it was designed by a guy named Wallace Rice, or I don't know if that that's a guy. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm sorry. Um, but and was and um, the three sections of the white field and the two stri- two stripes of blue represent like geographical features of the city, and the stars symbolize uh, specific historic events. Um, and the points on the stars represent uh, important virtues or concepts related to those events or something. Um. Even though they're all identical stars, That's, I'm not really sure why they added that in. They all have... Uh, everything has six <laughs> virtues. Do we think that they're the same virtues, or are they different virtues? I don't know. But I do know that the the, the, the the historic events are stuff that happened, like, obviously, to Chicago, the city. Yeah. Um. So, one of them is uh, Fort Dearborn... Fort... <laughs> Fort Dearborn. And the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Uh, the World's Columbian Exposition... Exposition of 1893. I'm having a rough time saying mm-hmm. these things. And the Century of Progress Exposition of from 1933 to 1934. Okay. So, like, so then they probably started with two because you probably it was started ni- with two. 1917, yes. right when it was made, and the Chicago Fire and the Exposition were before that, right? Uh, well, I think all of the events were before that, except for. Maybe, like, after a while, they were like, we should probably add that other thing that was mm. pretty significant to the... Maybe they, like, hadn't experienced all the ramifications of the thing, and then once they did, they were like, let's put the star Wait, on. Wait, did you say 1917 or 1970? 1917. Okay, well, wasn't then, one of them after? Didn't you say 1933? Yeah, one of them was after, but the other... But, like, I don't know what order they were added in, because one of, because three of them were beforehand and one of them was after. Mm-hmm. But there were two different times when they added stars. So, I'm not sure what that's about. Um, 
But anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, first, uh, yeah, so that's the Chicago City flag. I've been to Chicago. Have you? Um, I went there once when I was a baby. And I think we, it was just like we flew into the airport and then we visited my godparents in Wisconsin. And that was it. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I went, probably don't remember it then. That well. No, I, I have no recollection at all of the city of Chicago. I went there a few a few uh, years ago, and also I really like the song Chicago by Sufjan Stevens. Um, and I've got, like, some friends that live, like, over in Illinois, like, in the... Illinois. <laughs> in Illinois, I've got some friends that live in Illinois. Um, so I have reason to, like, be invested in the city flag. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Also, just a side note, but upon looking up this flag, the Wikipedia page says something about how the North American Vexillological Association, or NAVA, or NAVA, whatever yeah. we decided to call it, um, when it says that when the flag was reviewed, like, with 150 American city flags in total, mm-hmm. it was ranked second best with a rating of 9 out of 10 behind only the flag of Washington, D.C. Hmm. And can I just say, the flag of Washington, D.C. is just not that good. <laughs> I mean, it looks kind of like the... It looks like the Chicago City flag. flag. I mean, it has two... Like, Red two, stripes and three stars. Two um, non-white stripes, or and two three white stripes, and some red stars. So, like... It's pretty similar, but pretty also, similar. I would say that Portland City flag is really good. It is. Anyway, um, I guess we should probably wrap up. Yeah. So, today, we got lost in the lyrics of Beat It, and we learned that it is about a percussionist that wants to prove themselves in a heavily gendered band stereotype environment. Uh, Yeah. Um, And their friend is telling them about that, right? Yeah. Um, It was Michael Jackson. Okay. (laughs) Thank you to Michael Jackson for writing it and to Michael Jackson for singing and performing it. This podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I am usually the one who you interact with on social media. If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod, or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Pod and that you join us next time to get... Lost in the lyrics. I didn't say your last name. Have a dandy day. (laughs)